What's going on, guys? Welcome to this episode of Hockey Prospect Report. I'm Frankie, and you'll hear from Nick in a couple of seconds here. Before we get into this episode, I want to just quickly tell you about our sponsor, Customized Sports. Customized Sports offers you professional-looking tackle twill jersey number kits that allow you to customize any jersey with any font, and they give your jersey a nice professional look that otherwise wouldn't be there if you left it blank. You can find them at customizedsports.com or on their Reddit or eBay page, customized-sports, and be sure to use code PROSPECT10 on checkout for your 10% discount. Thank you to Customized Sports for sponsoring us. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Hockey Prospect Report. I'm Nick here with Frankie, and today we're moving on to the next big event in our draft uh, schedule here, and that is the World Juniors. Frankie, this is a topic that you are super excited for, I know you are. Yep. And we're getting right into it. Groups were announced a couple weeks ago, and the hype has begun. Yes. I'm excited. I I wasn't thinking too much about the World Juniors. Then schedules got announced. The um, the groups got announced. We, we're starting to prepare for that now with the hockey writers. And I'm, I'm going to be one of the people there covering the World Juniors, and it looks like it's going to be for Team Russia. I'm stoked. Nick, I am so excited to get into this. And, um, yeah, I'm going to be paying even closer attention to this tournament than I normally do. You got a good team you're covering, man. That's you got one of the best. See, my issue, my, the first thing I think of is, oh, my God, Russian names are going to be a pain. <laughs> and, <laughs> I know. Looking at some of them, dude, you're, you got your work cut out for you. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's the, the cool thing, too, is if you throw yourself in, into something head over heels, you're going you're gonna to figure it out. I'm not too concerned about figuring it all out you know i'm gonna do all the research i need to do and we're gonna we're gonna figure this out together we got a great team over there so i'm excited yeah well it's gonna be a good time i can't wait it is it is christmas time it starts we got hockey on christmas day frankie we do and that's that's a christmas present in and of itself right sure man we got no nhl hockey going on i mean we usually don't around that time anyways for about a week but now we really don't have any, so it's good that we have some uh, going on. I think what we talked about the first game was what nine thirty p.m. Is that when it starts on? No, uh, that's Day? that. That's going to be the first Amer- Team USA game. The games start two o'clock on Christmas Day, and that's going to be t- two o'clock is going to be uh, Switzerland and Slovakia, and then we're going to see at uh, at six o'clock it's going to be Finland and Germany. And then at 9.30, it's going to be uh, Russia and the USA. Not exactly the most loaded schedule of all time, but Switzerland, Slovakia, when you have two teams that are of similar capabilities, it should be a good game. The Germans have a couple of really good really good players that we're going to talk about. Finland has some solid players as well that they could be a good team. And then obviously, everybody's eyes are looking at Russia and the US because... Russia USA, Nick. Like, well, I don't know what more you need to say. Brad, they better have that game on, on 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 national television or at least local television. I don't know, but I'm looking yeah. forward to that game, dude. Before we get to scheduling stuff, though, Nick, I want I want to talk about groups. And Group A, I'm not going to say is a cakewalk for Canada because you still have to go through Finland, right? But you're talking about Group A is Canada, Finland, Switzerland, Slovakia, and Germany. And Germany always gives Canada a tough time, sure. Canada normally finds a way to beat them, and it's usually because Canada's fourth liners are 
probably just as good as Germany's first liners. And Germany doesn't have that much depth, right? Like, they've got the firepower on the top end. Germany does not have the bottom, what, 12 to, to, to compete with Canada? Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same deal with Slovakia and Switzerland. So, really, the only team Canada really, really has to worry about, obviously, if you fall asleep, you will get beat by Germany. We It, it can happen. But Finland is, like, the only team in that division you have, or in that pool that you really have to worry about. And even, then in, in – go ahead. Even Finland isn't as loaded as they used to be. No, know, like – um, the other part of this too is if you look at the Canadian roster and you ask and and you and you go down the list and you say okay who has played since COVID has started and now that we're hearing the OHL had a conference today that did not sound too great for them starting in December from what I have heard if I had to guess anything they're saying I've heard mid January they're going to start so that's after World Juniors Canadian kids have not played unless they're playing in the queue whereas players in finland they may have been playing in pro leagues like they've been playing so canada's at a disadvantage there they're gonna have to figure that out well especially russia too they've been playing this whole time no the the entire uh like anywhere that's not north america pretty much is playing mm-hmm. and, now, and not to mention russia's already a loaded squad and they've been playing this whole time oh, yeah. so they uh they have a big upper hand right now with i mean you know with canada and finland so um i don't know if i'm gonna go ahead and say loaded but they have they're gonna have a really good team really good team but for group b nick i'm for austria's sake thank god there's not relegation this year because (laughs) on top of austria pool b is russia sweden the u.s czech republic who no pushovers The, the czech republic can beat you if you don't show up and then austria and of course what does austria have you have Marco Rossi, who we don't even know is going to be there at this point, and you have you have you have one more defenseman by the name of Timo Nickel, who I believe was a mid round pick this year that we 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 haven't talked about, and that that's it, right? Like they're going to get run over. I'd I'd be surprised if they won a game, and I'd be even more surprised if they were competitive, but <laughs> luckily for them, there's no relegation this year, so they'll just get to play next year and they'll get. Molly Wapped again. <laughs> Get some per- participation points this year, and they'll do the same next year. But that, hey, they, that's fine. At least you got a shot and at doing something. That's that's not what I want to see, right? Because <laughs> I want Austria to be successful, and I want to watch Marco Rossi be good in the World Juniors. But it's just not realistic to expect them to be able to do anything, especially when you know the Czech Republic has been getting better. And then you look across. Germany's done nothing but get better in this tournament for a long time. Mm-hmm. They've been getting a lot better. So... Fate is not on Austria's side, and just lucky no, for them that there's no relegation this that year. That is not a great team so far we're looking at, so, um, you know, sorry, Austria, but they ain't looking good right now with all the it's other one of those situations. It's just one of those situations, though, where you're just happy to be there. Right? Yeah, like, you're real. not. You're not. If you're Austria, you're not expecting to go in there and compete with the likes of Russia and the U.S. and Slovakia, or not Slovakia, but the Czech Republic and um, Sweden. You know, it's just not going to happen. Now, other thing to note, Sweden hasn't lost a round-robin game in, in like, years. Years, Nick. They don't win gold medals, though. I think this is the year. They're like the king of silvers, aren't they? Even in the Olympics. (laughs) I can't can't remember the last time they won a gold medal, but it's been a long time, and they haven't won. They haven't lost a round-robin game in years either. And I think this is going to be the year that that changes. 
Well, this is going to be the year that the regular or the round robin win streak is snapped. Think they so. are going. They are going to lose to Russia. I'm calling that now. Huh. Gold medal. We'll see. I can agree with that. I think. Uh, yeah, when it comes to Russia, man, I don't know. Russia has just got such a much better team than Sweden, and I don't know. I, I can get on board with that. But let's let's look at um, the projected rosters. These these are put together by. Dauber prospects. I can't pronounce the guy's name who wrote this article, but we'll have these on our, our Twitter account. I'm going to post them after we record this. If you want to check them out for yourself, but we'll go. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take a stab. Yoki Nevalainen is what it looks there you like. Go. Ah, sure. There it is. Thank Yoki. So I, yeah, we'll go group A, I guess first. And um, mm-hmm. just kind of can- on the list here. Canada is obviously the most in-depth one here because yeah. this is, I believe Dauber prospects. I believe they're Canadian. Well, and a lot of these guys are big names too, anyways. Mm-hmm. So we and we've mm-hmm. covered um, a few of them at least this season, um, going into this year's draft. So and we a have lot of his name will look familiar. That's the funny thing too is, I think we've talked about more cuts on this team than we have players who've made it. Mm-hmm. So well, a lot anyway. of these guys have already been drafted in the last few years. So they have. Um, as for who makes this roster, you're looking at uh, Dylan Cousins. Or cousins, sorry, Peyton Krebs, who fell to Vegas in the draft because of uh, of an injury. Nick, if you remember, he went up on the stage in like that scooter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex Newhook, who's a Colorado pick. Connor McMichael, who's a Washington pick. That that might be my player to watch for Team Canada. Quinton Byfield's there as well. Samuel Poulin, Jack Quinn, who I saw on one list wasn't there because he doesn't have the two way game. Uh, I'm sorry. Watch him, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Philip Tomasino, Cole Perfetti, Adam Beckman, or Beckman, who's a Minnesota pick, Jamison Rees, Dawson Mercer, Dylan Holloway is there as the 13th forward. Defensively, you're looking at Bowen Byram, who's the Colorado pick, Jamie Drysdale, Braden Schneider, Thomas Harley, Dallas pick, uh, Matthew Robertson. Goaltending, I think, is where you get a little bit uh, suspect. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably going to be Taylor Gauthier's crease to, to lose. So what happens with that? I don't know. Nobody was really confident about Canada's goaltending situation last year. And Joel Hofer ended up working out just fine. Now, this list also assumes that Kirby Dock and Alexis Lafreniere are in the NHL. So if those two aren't, you're looking at a much different team Canada. Looking at this roster, Nick, I don't know if you think Ryan Suzuki should be on this roster. I don't know if you think Connor Zary should be here. I'd like to see Shane Wright here just because I'm a I'm a Shane Wright guy. You'll now, see him next year, 100%. <laughs> I, I honestly, I do think you might even see him this year. I, it would not surprise me one bit to see Shane Wright you, on you this You think you put him over guys like Jarvis, though, this year, Ryan Suzuki? Would I put... See, that that's the thing is... I think you guys could. that are ready to prove this year, I, though. I think you could. I think you can make the argument that Shane Wright was one of the best players in the OHL last year, even at the age of 15. So I hope, and I don't think Andre Torney and James Boyd are going to look at his age and say that you shouldn't have him just because of his age. I think they're going to do more due diligence than that. And if he if he deserves to get a look, then he, he's going to get a look. That was my next question, I guess, is like, do they tend to lean more towards seniority, I guess, towards well, the older guys on the team? Team, team Canada likes the, the older guys, but if you have the chance to get Shane right into your system now, and if he can contribute now, you can get probably 
three World Juniors out of Shane Wright. Like, I, I don't see a downside if he's ready to go now. But I'll ask you, are you are you surprised? I'm actually I'm surprised that uh, Justin Barron's not one of the guys that's on this team in this projected list. Caden Gooley's not there. I'm not surprised to not see Jeremy Poirier there. But, I mean, I think the biggest surprise what is uh, probably Justin Barron for me. Yeah, I would like to see him at least on that seventh defenseman spot. But, um, I mean, that, that top four for Canada is pretty good with Schneider, Drysdale, Harley, and Byram. So I'm not surprised with that top four. I'd like to see him maybe, like I said, swapped out for that seventh E-man or, I don't know, even for Robertson. I'm not I'm not sold on Robertson yet. So, yeah, I, I am a little surprised just because I think he does have a – or even Gooley. I mean, you could even put Gooley over Barron on that roster, so – but I think I would love to see those guys in the roster first over specifically Matthew Robertson. Let's move on here to Team Finland, a team obviously that I don't know as much about because, you know, I'm not Finnish. Um, but some of the names that stand out to me, Anton Lundell, a guy that we talked about. Roni Hervinen is a guy that we talked about. Our, uh, Atu Ratty is one of the guys that they've got going into the NHL draft next year. The the big name that stands out to me here, Nick, not only just because it sounds nothing like what you'd think of a typical uh, Finnish last name, but that would be uh, Brad Lambert, and that that stands out to me because he's one of the one of the one of the guys on that three headed monster in the twenty twenty two draft that involves Shane Wright. Yeah, so you have these really young guys on the roster who are sixteen years old and playing with you know the much older prospects. Shane Wright is a guy that we've been. Um, talking about a lot, or at least uh, taking note of, I guess, in the next few years, that is, you know, in a lot of people's eyes, potentially a first overall pick in the future. Um, and then, like you said, Brad Lambert, obviously, is, uh, I mean, he had a great year in his most recent uh, stint as in, a U, in U20 in Finland. So, um, yeah, and then the other guy that you were, you were, you know, referring to, Matthew Savoie, um, that you said um, we were talking about before the show, about applying for exceptional status and didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. See, it, it would be really cool to see Shane Wright make the team. That way we could have the brand Brad Lambert versus Shane Wright head-to-head competition. I don't know if that's going to end up happening. As far as their defense, I think um, I think Vili uh, Heinola is probably the only guy here that I actually recognize. Yeah, I, like I don't have too, too much to say about this team. It's a balanced team. I don't expect them to come out and, you know, beat the wheels off of teams that they're going to play against. They're going to have to fight for them. But I still see them as a as a contender, though, to yeah. do some damage in this tournament. Um, um, also of note for Sens fans, though, Robbie Yarventi is the the notable one of the notable cuts here. So he might be on the team. He might not be. They're also assuming that Capocacco is in the NHL at this point. I think it's almost impossible to see him play in this tournament <laughs> but you never know like it, it depends what time the nhl starts if the rangers decide you know what i think it's best for for team and player that he plays you'll see him but i really don't think that you're gonna see that i think much more realistic that you'll see alexis lafreniere play in this tournament than it is capo caco and i don't think either of those things are necessarily going to happen i mean because re- realistically if the NA, they're op- hoping for a January 1st start date for NHL. Realistically, I think it'll be like mid-January. So, but we'll probably see training camps around this time starting up. 
So it'll be interesting to see if they'd rather have him for training camp, which I think they will, as opposed to playing World Juniors. So yeah. that will be the big decision. Um, so moving on to this next roster here. Switzerland, we, w- we won't talk about Switzerland too much because none of these players I really know anything about, right? I've never even heard of some of these guys. There's there's some guys who are eligible for next year's draft. Guys like Lorenzo Canconia, Noah Meyer, uh, Giancarlo Chanton. Like the, I, I think those are the only three guys I have that are even listed here for next year's draft. So that I don't think that they're going to be a very good team, obviously. And um, again, it's good for them that there's no relegation because they'd be competing for it. Yeah, same goes for, well, I wouldn't put them in the same boat, but Slovakia is another team who is going to still have to really fight for these wins, so I don't see going deep. But Now, they, they notable too, Samuel Levi is still the goaltender there. Mm-hmm. So immediately you have you have a fantastic goalie. Like, Levi is someone that we talked about and and really liked. You know, that you, you won't have too, too much anywhere else. I mean, Martin Kromiak is... A, a nice piece to have up on that offense. Maxim Kajkovic, I think is how you pronounce that name, Tampa Bay Lightning prospect. Like, you don't have too much anywhere, but it is nice to have that rock-solid goaltender. Well, all you need is your goalie to make a bunch of big saves, and you need your team to just have some good chemistry, and they might be but, able to do some damage. I mean, exactly. Like they, you're Obviously, if you're Slovakia, you're not going to punch with Canada and Finland. It's just not going to happen. Your your goal is going to be to to win as many games you possibly can and see how see what happens, and, yeah. and maybe you make it to the quarterfinals. Who knows? <laughs> I that, never that's, know. That's the best you can hope for. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're gonna have to start to go through these a little bit quicker. It helps that there's some bad teams, but Germany, Nick. There's there's some there's some pieces. There's there's few. some pieces here. They got a top D man and a good first line. They, yes. So um, far. Well, your your first line is Lucas Reichel, Tim Tim Stutzel, and John Jason Paterka. Like that that competes with with the best of the best, right? I, I think we both we both agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that competes with the top teams. After that, <laughs> not so much. And that that's what we were talking about when when I or when I said that Germany doesn't have the bottom twelve to compete with the the Canada's of the tournament. Right and. Germany is I'm sure you can throw your first line out there and, and bank on them to get you a few goals a game, hopefully, but you, you're not going to be able to rely on that first line. Sure. Well, yeah. You have more insider there as your one of your top defensemen. Um, but even there, I mean, they, they just don't have the depth to even remotely compete with anyone. Any well, other of these teams. I, I just, well, they, they don't have the depth to compete, but yet they still compete. They buy in, they play great hockey. They they will make you pay if you don't show up, but that's been the issue with Team Canada is whenever they play Germany for whatever reason they just don't show up and eventually talent wins out. If Germany had a good uh, a more talent than just one line and one defenseman, you'd be talking about a team that would compete with Canada. You know what? They'd probably beat them. If if Germany had a half decent team, they would beat Canada just based on on the great hockey that they play. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, yeah, so Germany is is definitely going to have the work cut out for them, but I think that they'll be able to do some damage if they just show up. Um, but I, I want to move on to Group B here, which is, you know, starting from the top of the list is the team you're covering here, Russia. 
I'm not even going to try to pronounce half of these names. Um, but notably, I think the first name that stands out for me in that top six is Mikhail Abramov. Who, well, you know, actually, you know who stands out for me right away? Who's that? Igor Afanasyev. If you aren't familiar with Igor Afanasyev and you aren't a Windsor Spitfires fan or an Ottawa 67s fan, let me tell you, he went to to Windsor for Michael DiPietro. Afanasyev is a great player. If I, I like, I would have loved to see him in Ottawa. I wish he wasn't a part of that trade. But Afanasyev is a guy that I think is going to go to this tournament and do really, really well. Yeah, and then, um, like I said, looking at Abramov, he's a guy who's bounced around a few times, at least between uh, NHL teams trading him. Um, I'm still waiting to see you know, him actually start producing and make his way into the NHL on a consistent basis. You know, I'm not sure if you've seen more on him recently, but he's a guy who I'm still waiting to see some good things on. Yeah, well, you're looking at some of the other guys here too, Rody and Amarov, a guy we talked about, a Leafs prospect now. That's another name to watch out for. One of the names, too, Nick, I, I, before we go to defense, what do you think about Igor Chinnikov sitting on the on that notable cuts list? I'm kind of surprised, I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, he is the guy that was the big talk, I guess, of the first round that people were kind of skeptical why the hell Columbus decided to pick him that early. Um, but at the same time, you're, you're talking about a prospect who was ranked much lower than most of these guys who are either returning for Russia or are simply just ranked higher than him. So on the other hand, I'm not so surprised just, just because of the rankings and where, you know, his skill level sits with the rest of these guys. So I think he makes this team. You think so? I'm going to put that out there right now. I think he makes this team. All right. Defensively though, like I, again, I'm not too, too familiar with everybody. This is kind of our, let's look ahead this is what's coming up episode so we haven't we will get more into depth on this stuff that's gonna come i think nick at some point we're gonna do team preview episodes i don't care yeah. shakir mukamadoulin is the name that stands out to me on defense that guy's an absolute tank as we've talked about beast goaltending i think they're the best team in the tournament yaroslav oh, yeah. askarov is head and shoulders above any other goaltender in this tournament and i i don't care i like what what are we talking about as as competition i think you're talking about spencer knight is your is your big competition there and the other guy is samuel levi i think those are the, your three best goaltenders in this tournament maybe dusted wolf is even on that list the the backup for the united states so there's your three best goaltenders only one can start for the u.s so i'm not going to call it four you got three amazing goaltenders in this tournament askarov is the best one by far yeah no question um that's going to help Russia a uh, big time, especially with their, their depth here. So they're a force to be reckoned with again this year. Um, now, you want to talk about a force to be reckoned with this year, Nick? Sweden. Sweden. A lot Sweden, of good Sweden is going to be very, very good. Very good. Again, and I wonder if it's going to, you know, come to fruition for them this year. Like, they, like I said, they haven't lost a round-robin game in years. And they just have no gold medals to show for it. You're looking you're looking at that that first line right now on, on Dauber prospects here. You've got Carl Hendri- Henriksen centering Alexander Holtz and Lucas Raymond. Like you've got Noel Gunler on this team. You've got Zion Nye back there. You've got on defense, you've got Tobias Bjornfot. You've got Philip Broberg, Helga Granz. Like this team has 
the talent. They they have the talent to win this year. Even William Bollander, if you want, if you're talking about notable cuts here, He's, yeah, who could potentially make the roster. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that there's uh, honestly not a, a whole lot to say, just other than the fact that look out for Sweden and hopefully they could they could get it done this year. Well, they're always a good team. You know, they they've always got crazy talented players. Again, they just got to put it all together this year. It's got to come true. Like they they've been too talented, too good for too long to not have a gold medal. Yeah. Yeah, it always seems like they're even in the Olympics, they're just always the silver medal team, honestly. Yeah. Just well, the way it seems. Yeah, I don't know what that's about, but <laughs> this this American team, Nick, we'll move on to them. This is a <laughs> this is a very very good team. Um first name that stands out to me, Bobby Brink, and you know why his name stands out to me, Nick? I don't. Cuz he got rocked by Kevin Ball last year. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Ball Lowered the boom on that guy. But again, very good player. You're talking about Alex Turcotte. You got Nick Robertson, who scored 56 goals in the OHL last year or something like that. Cole Caulfield. Arthur Kaliev, who's one of the best goal scorers in the OHL. Uh, You've got uh, Luke Tuck, who was the Montreal Canadiens draft pick. Jake Sanderson. You like Spencer. Again, the goaltending here is fantastic. And who do we have over here on notable cuts? Brendan Brisson. I'm a little surprised by that, honestly. I think he can make that roster. I think he'll make this team. There's no question that he gets cut. Or I'm sorry, there's no question that he he, he shouldn't be on that roster. I, I I think he's much better than some of these guys. Um, you might be able to make the argument even for Smolanic. Um, I mean, granted he's a center, but I just find Brisson better than a few of these guys, and he deserves a shot to play in these World Juniors, especially being a first round pick. You know what I noticed about this team too, Nick? What's that? It's an old team. Well, they, they don't just they about don't the whole roster has been drafted already. Exactly. That's what like they don't have any of those next year kind of guys here. They have a lot of players who are getting or have already been drafted. I wonder if they're gonna intentionally get younger so they can have some players afterwards that are actually gonna have experience in this tournament. Because if you just load up on the players who won't be back next year. Next year is going to suck. You, you won't be very good. Like, you'll have... Sure, you'll have the talent, but you won't have the experience. And the experience is just as important in this tournament as anything else. Well, do do teams tend to take years where they're just like, all right, we're going all in this year and load up on guys who've been drafted? Like, maybe the U.S. It, is it doing? Depends. Is it, it depends thing? who it is. I, like, I don't like that strategy. I like to just... Not necessarily just get rid of a good player because he's not going to be around next year like you keep the best players in your team but adding if if a, if a guy that's a year younger is better than the guy that's the veteran i'm gonna take the guy that's a year younger because i want my team to be as good as possible right now but like i don't know i don't know it's it's weird because you, you can do it either way right that's interesting well then it'll be interesting to see if they can um get it done this year and 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 I don't know, buy in this season and we'll see how next season goes with a lot of these guys potentially playing NHL hockey. Who knows? Like Canada kind of has the same thing, right? Where there's a lot of uh, already drafted guys. So yeah, who knows? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but that like nobody expected Jamie Drysdale to make team Canada last year either. And that ended up happening. 
not nobody, but like it wasn't one of the names that you're like, yeah, that guy's guaranteed to be on the roster. Right. Okay. Well, um, moving on to I think our final team here, Czech Republic, um, the Czech Republic. This is well, not team. not not the final team, the last team that has more than two players. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so there's again some more notable guys on this team. Jan Misak is a guy that uh, we yep. liked a lot talking about him. Also Montreal draft pick. Also Montreal draft pick. How do you like it? You happy with that pick? I am so fired up that <laughs> they made that pick, Nick. Nick. Yeah. Nick. There you go. Frankie. <laughs> you think he's gonna be on the NHL in the next couple no. years? No. Well, not in the next year, but next couple years, maybe. Okay. <laughs> this it'll be nice to um, see Misak back on the ice, though. Yeah. Um. Well, first things that, that point sticks out to me is this is a much younger team. They have yeah. very few guys that are, I mean, drafted in the NHL right. Well, I guess a lot of these guys went this year, so. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, <laughs> there's not too much on this list that has me excited, right? Like, it's again, it's one of those teams that they're going to be good. Well, not good, but they're not going to be bad, right? They're going to be some decent team they'll they'll fight you they're not going to let you win they're you're, you're just going to walk over top of them especially if their goaltending situation is good and Jan Bednar is one of the guys that got drafted this year that we wanted to talk about that we couldn't find any tape on so who their starting goaltender is going to be I think is going to be important they have goal scoring with uh Misak they got Yarmir Pitlick they're like you can you can probably score your fair amount of goals. It's just gonna it's it's gonna be virtually impossible for them to do much damage in that division, right? Just with all the other teams that are loaded on their teams, I don't think they'll be able to compete with them. But um, there's a guy named Ivan Ivan on that team. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> just a little chuckle there. No, okay. I don't I don't even I don't even see it. So he's there. He's their thirteenth forward. Oh. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, <laughs> I think we already touched on Austria, but again, it's Marco Rossi and Timo Nickel. That's it. Those are the only two guys that That's all Dauber prospects know, could come up with and say, yep, they'll be on the team. That's all you need to know, though, right? <laughs> but, see, Nick, here's the issue for Austria. You're going to have Timo Nickel for sure. Timo Nickel's going to be there. You don't know if Marco Rossi's going to be there. If the Minnesota Wild plan for him to be an impact player this year, I don't know if he'll be there. And it's an issue, too, because with there not being any relegation this year, Marco Rossi doesn't necessarily have to come in and save Austria. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if if there was relegation, he'd have to come in and make sure that they're still there next year. And that might be a little bit more intriguing for him to, to come play. I think he... I, I Just seeing what Marco Rossi has done in the past... I think he'll want to play. I think he'll want to showcase his talents in this at this competition. Because no matter who he plays, the team that he's playing is going to be better than him. I don't care if he's lined up playing against the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic team is still way better than his team. So hey, anything that he does is going to be impressive. I think you can make the argument he's one of the best players in this tournament right now, too. Well, exactly. That, 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 exactly. And I, I really hope that he chooses to play. Because... That's he's a guy that I wanted to see what he can do in the World Juniors for a couple of years. It would be awesome for his country to be able to tune in and say, "Yep, we've got one of our players is the best in this tournament." 
And I, I think that would be fantastic for Austria. Now, are they going to expect to win a game? They shouldn't. But Nick, if Marco Rossi does play and Austria does win a game in this tournament somehow, can you imagine what the the mood would be like in Austria? I oh, do. They'd be fired up, man. That'd be that'd be the next place to go watch some hockey. <laughs> <laughs> but I I don't think as bad as they are with Marco Rossi, they'd be atrocious without him. They'd be borderline like I don't want to say unwatchable because I love this tournament and I, I don't want to I don't want to disrespect the players that are going to be on that team because you know you know what Nick they they worked their asses off in last year's B uh, B tournament to to get to this point. You know they had to they had to get promoted. They had to win a tournament to get promoted. They worked their asses off to be here, but in a tournament where your your competition is Sweden, Russia, and the USA and the Czech Republic as well, they won't they won't be anywhere near good enough even with Marco Rossi. It'd just be a disaster without him. No, I mean he's the talk of the town, and without him, you're you're just no you got no spotlight on you without him. So um, he's what keeps him in that competition i think but can you make uh, any predictions for i don't know gold silver bronze who see this is tough because we don't know what the rosters are going to look like and we don't even know if team canada and team usa are going to be ready to go i think i think canada medals at least can can i just say who i think is going to medal yeah okay can we do that okay i'm going with um I'm going Canada, I'm going Russia, and I'm going Sweden are the teams that are meddling. I can't argue with that. That was what I was going to say. I can get on board with that. Those are, um, you know, as far as depth goes, those are the top teams for sure. Now, could could see we see losing. a gold medal game of Russia, Sweden, and then a, a silver medal or a bronze medal game of Canada, USA? I could yes. see it. I could I, see I it. Think, I think that might be and the you, way this ends up going. And you never know. Finland could obviously show up. They're not a team to sleep on at all. So. Oh, exactly. This this tournament's going to be unpredictable. As we get start to get closer, um, we're going to have more. Be sure to tune into the Hockey Writers for uh, more of my stuff as well as you know more World Junior stuff. Again, it's a fantastic team. I'm thrilled to get going with that. And, uh, yeah, check us out. Yeah, so we'll like you said, we'll we'll continue to update you on World Junior stuff as we get closer to that time. Um, they're starting on Christmas Day. Will be their first few games, and you know, as usual, we'll continue doing some of our our reports. We'll finish out maybe at some point the first round. I think we have a couple more guys, and um, for sure, we'll definitely do some guys on some of these World Junior rosters. We'll look over some of the notable names and. Yep. As we get closer to the training camp, maybe team breakdowns, like you mentioned a little earlier, right? Well, I was so, talking about uh, doing a 30-minute episode about each World Junior team. but I could do that, too. Yeah, we could do that. But, um, yeah, it's so, going to turn hardcore World Juniors in the month of December and, and until the tournament's over, I think, is how this is going to go. Yeah, especially once the tournament starts, we'll be – chances are we'll be exclusively World Juniors. That's <laughs> I'd say that's a safe bet. Yeah. Um, Friday episode is going to be Maverick Bork, Ozzy Weisblatt. So that was supposed to be this episode. And then I wanted to talk about the world juniors. Frankie so was really did. excited. <laughs> that's what we did. So Friday, Maverick Bork, Ozzy Weisblatt. Then we're done with the first round. Yeah. We've covered every single player. Wow. It's already been 30 guys. It's crazy. 31. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that Friday and then we'll start diving a little bit more into world juniors as we get closer. So, 
with that, that is, that's it for today. You want to shout out your stuff, Frankie? I know you already yep. started doing it. You can follow me on Twitter at HPR underscore Frankie 13. You can follow our account, our Twitter account at HPR underscore podcast. That is going to be where you want to follow for World Junior stuff. I am going to do my absolute best to be tweeting during the World Juniors. Nick is going to be on there too. I'm going to force him to be on there. Nick, you're live tweeting USA games. Got it? Got it. Good. <laughs> that's the place to look. Okay, that's that's where we're going to have some some fun stuff. We're going to have polls. We're going to have. If everything goes to plan, I mean, I'm I, I don't know what my work schedule is going to look like, but I'll live tweet games that I can. Anyway, Facebook at HPR podcast and that's where you're going to get our video content that i have been slacking on because i'm busy guess what frankie you have hpr branding in your twitter i have hpr branding in my twitter now i am hpr seegs s-e-i-g-s hpr seegs i don't really talk a lot of hockey on my twitter but i'm going to start doing it once we get to world juniors especially so and i'll be on the hpr twitter of course too so i'm looking forward to some usa hockey especially since the olympics stink now so i'm gonna start looking <laughs> forward to this every year and i go. haven't been able to watch some good usa hockey in a long time so hopefully it'll be on this time around for it'll me be on, dude. for me Don't for worry. me for Don't me worry. i know i know but it's a worry frankie i want to watch some hockey <laughs> all right okay well we're gonna call on a night here and we will see you guys back on friday for another episode We'll see you then. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode of Hockey Prospect Report. Before we let you go, we want to remind you quickly one more time about our sponsors, Customized Sports. If you don't remember, Customized Sports offers you a high-quality looking Tackle Tool jersey kit that gives your jersey a professional look that you wouldn't otherwise have if you left it blank. You can find them at CustomizedSports.com or on their Reddit or eBay page, Customized-Sports. And when you go to check out, be sure to use code PROSPECT10 your 10% discount. Thank you for sponsoring us, and we'll see you guys next week.